Hello, good people, and welcome to the Brunswick Beer Collective. Uh, I am Chris Shorten. With me is Paul Christoph. Howdy. With me is Jeffrey Chi. G'day. And this is another episode in our style season. And this week we're probably talking about something, and we talked about it a little bit um, in the IPA episode, in the most part by saying we were going to hold off until its own episode. This is about Nipahs. The New England India Pale Ale, or whatever it actually is. Um, and for those playing at home, uh, New England uh, India Pale Ale is basically just a hazy IPA. Yeah. And yes, we realised that one of the IPAs we had on the IPA episode was mm. not advertised a NEPA, but was arguably a NEPA. Mm. Which, which leads us into, I guess, the whole point of this discussion mm. is what, what is a... Is, well, is, New, is a New England IPA a star? Is it even a star? Mm. And it was definitely one of those things that, like, as, as we talked about, there's people are very, very um, vocal about Nipahs, especially in Australia. Because Australia... Oh, sorry. We seem to love Nipahs. Everything's Nipah this, Nipah mm. that. You get a beer. So clear that you could see through the thing, mm. no problems. And it's called an EPA, and you're like, well, this is not hazy mm. in the slightest. Like, mm. But then the US, you get the opposite, where you go to you know, Northeast, mm. you go to a place like Other Half, you drink beers from breweries like Six, Six Point, and they're just advertising IPAs. And you drink, and you're like, this is an EPA, this is so mm. hazy, This and the taste, it's got the mouthfeel, you're like, this is an EPA. But they don't call it an EPA. No. It's like, nope, it's just a dry IPA or a double dry hopped IPA. Mm. Whereas here, everyone's you know, doing whatever they can to just brand everything in Nipah. And even stuff like black Nipahs and mm. they're just throwing oh. that term in there. Oh, yes. Black Nipahs are weird. Yeah, yeah, but people are just using Nipah all the time. Although, was a black Nipah like a piss take or was it actually... I, I don't even know anymore. No. I was in Amsterdam and um, there's a brewery which is, you know, windmill. I don't know. <laughs> no, the Don Quixote brewery. Yeah, the Don Quixote brewery. <laughs> um, a tipping windmill. Once I tilted the windmill, I could go and be... That and Nipo, they, they, they advertise it as a non-hazy Nipo. So, hmm. I don't know. I, I, I don't know what made it in Nipo, but maybe they use New England hops from New England. I oh, know, we've even seen like New, New England lagers and New England mm. pale lagers and stuff and all this... Just ridiculous right. shit. It's uh, like, come on, you're just making shit up now. And now there's a new, there are new, new England sours. Yeah, like I'm, I'm so over it, really. Like, to be honest, just cutting to the chase right here. Um, I just seriously. So, how about trying to nail actually New England IPA? Well, I mean, interestingly, so, so, so I'm, I'm just reading a bit of an article about the origins of the New England IPA here, which I, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know. The last thing that I'm about to tell you, uh, the New England IPA was a rel- is a relatively new style, originally brewed out of Vermont. Yeah, Hedy Topper's the first. Yeah, yeah. I and, didn't, he, and he I, refuses to call it Nipah. No, I, he does, and so he should because yeah. it's it's a double IPA. Yeah, it's like fuck you. He's like, like it's not a style. No, and he invented like, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's um, it's it's the, it's, in fact, why didn't I answer that the other week when we were talking about you know. IPA is what's your favourite IPA? Should have said that, except it's a double IPA. So I'm gonna I'm gonna lean on that. So like, yeah, I was talking about IPAs only. Not and we also answered our, um, if we're flashing back to that episode, we also on Friday night answered the question that we racked our brains about the first IPA we ever tried. Uh, and we, we both realised that we actually is probably the first IPA we both tried was not 
the IPA. No, then. no, that's right. And it's no longer an IPA. No, that's true. But I mean, it was back in the day. Yeah. Um, Pharaoh's Hot Pog. Oh. So that must have been. Yeah, has to be. The first. Yeah, yeah we're both just walking down the road. This is like, just going like, and I, and I, and Paul, you reckon, you know, when we were talking about that the other day, um, I reckon, <laughs> first, first I thought it was probably the Hot Pog. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, that so makes sense. Definitely, yeah. Yeah, that <laughs> yeah, makes a lot of sense. Well, I think we all have very short memories as to, you know, I, uh, when you say it now, it's like, oh, yeah, the Hot Pog probably was an IPA. But I didn't think about it. I couldn't remember it unless you told me. Yeah. And now, you de- now when you're figuring out what episode to release these, um, what order to release the episodes in, you definitely have to release the IPA episode before this one. Oh, oh, yeah, I already had that worked out. Mm-hmm. So saying that, I mean, you get to the situations. Remember when network television was like mm. the only way you could watch shows? So like if I want to watch show X, it's either going to be on Channel 10, Channel 9 or Channel 7. And you'd be watching an episode about... and. They'd be referring to shit which has not happened and you'd be so confused. And then like two episodes later, something would happen that seemed like they were referring to and you got really confused. And then you'd look at it then when the internet became a thing, you'd start looking up episodes and you'd be like, oh, so, you know, what channel, you know, mm. nine did was they actually showed episode 13, then took a week off for the sports and then showed episode nine, like, because they just decided to change around the episodes and would completely screw with the narrative. Yeah. Mm. So, you know, you could release these episodes um, in, well, you know, very 1990s, you know, pre, pre-streaming uh, TV style. Well, people, you will find out exactly how, how we release them when I work that out. Um, although I, I will admit that that, era hasn't really finished because the Stan app on the Apple TV is really crap for that so that you have to sort of pay attention as to what you've actually watched because it yeah, can't remember. You, you, you're, you're using the Apple TV, so that, yeah. that's, your, that's your fucking problem. So the issue I have is that Lauren, Lauren watches, we all know, Lauren watches like a show on you know Hulu, we've got Hulu because of course we live in the US and that's all fine. Um, anyway, it's the old auto, the auto play thing that happens. So perfect examples. We're watching. Um, went to watch the Orville, and um, I was like up to episode six. And I'm watching this. I'm like, wait a minute, something's not right here. I look back. It's like what? episode five. Like we're not watching. The last episode watched was episode four. Why is it's like Lauren? Did you start? Because what it does, which is very frustrating, is that it doesn't just continue the episodes of whatever show you're watching. It flicks. So you're watching show X, and then you reach the newest episode. Then it's like, well, you also watch show Y, so maybe you just want to watch the next episode of show Y. So it skips oh. to different shows. So multiple binge? Yeah, that's so a bit what, shit. Yeah, so what Lauren will do, she'll be watching like one show mm. and then she'll go and, you know, do something else, go for a run or something and just mm. leave it playing. So it plays like four episodes of random shows that we watch together. <laughs> and I get there, I'm like, oh, and after this whole go to episodes and the, the app has done this weird thing you know when apps update but then they make themselves less useful mm. so instead of being able to click on the show so like all the time go yeah. on so instead of being able to just click on the show and yep there's my episode list no now you click on the show and it immediately plays what it thinks is the next episode and you've got to go through like different steps to get to the list of the episodes and it's I, a whole thing I like to think I had like the the OG version of this right so back in the day when when, um, when you used to get you know before deep that weird period between um, VHS and DVD. You had the video CD. VCD? Yes. I know VCD. Two discs, right? Yes, yes. Yeah. yeah. So if you put disc B in before disc A and you start watching a film, very confusing, very oh. confusing. So I was like, 
I think I was watching Snatch or put in disc B for disc A. And Snatch is a very disjointed film mm. in the best. It's great. I love yeah. it. But I was watching it and going like, is this the director's cut? I'm thinking <laughs> like, yeah, this is like, what is going on? Like, why did Madonna convince him to do this? Yeah, what is, <laughs> was she what even is, on the scene then or was that the this? first disc? And then I got to the end of it and went, okay, we'll put in the first disc. It's like, oh, maybe, maybe this is like, you know, some guy Pierce Memento shit going on here or something like that. I put in the first disc and went, no, I went oh, yeah, yeah we mm-hmm. fucked up. Yep. That makes this makes a lot more sense now. So what we're trying to say, Chris, is release the NEPA episode after the IPA episode. Yep, do that. It will avoid literally avoid everything we've just talked about yeah, from happening it'll to avoid our listeners. Pikey's coming to your house and just shooting up your apartment, or you know, all that sort of thing. You heard it here first. Let's talk about NEPAs. Uh, so NEPAs, which aren't even a thing. No, they're they're not really. Well, no. Also, so they they showed up. So apparently, they showed up on the consumer radar around 2011. But it was not until 2015, the 2015 Beard Junch Certification Program style guidelines were released. The style really exploded and became one of the most sought-after styles. I guess they added it um, there and in 2015 as, as an actual style. So, characteristics. Uh, right, appearance. Hazy. The most noticeable thing <laughs> would be straight-up <laughs> opaque haze appearance. Not topaque, but opaque. Generated by specific New World origins, oats and wheat, suspended hop oils, and occasionally the contentious addition of wildflowers. Its head is dense, creamy, and cloud-like, hovering over an orange or golden yellow body with carbonation bubbles persistently rising to the top. And there was a bit here. That is a hilariously um, detailed description. The haziness in IPAs is caused by a variety of techniques that brewers say are primarily aimed at enhancing aromas and creating a smooth, creamy mouthfeel, whilst also reducing the harsh bitterness associated with more conventional IPAs. This includes using certain yeast strains that have fruity, yes, fruity esters in the beer, as well as suspended matter which help produce the haze. The addition of hops late in the boil is also regularly practiced. Hops are added to, to a beer roughly one hour prior to the completion of the boiling process, which amplifies aroma while extracting less of the hops' alpha acids, which provides a beer's bitterness. Dry hops. Mm. Brew, yeah. <laughs> you could just say that. Brewers also avoid filtering neepers, which helps to avoid flavor loss. It's also just pure hop juice. And this is from Beer Cartel, correct? Uh, yeah. But I had to. I've I've done a bit of um, choose your own adventure here. I haven't read this whole thing in order because I thought the way they list they wrote the article was just crap. You, so you, I've, I've now gone like, let me let me read this. Yeah, Bandersnatch. Let me read this the way it's supposed to be read. Uh, aroma. Although many are amazed by the appearance, most people's wow moment is when they put it to their nose and are greeted with a full-bodied wall of rich ar- aromatics. The aromatics vary from brew to brew, but are primarily fruity or tropical in character. Um, Limited malt-wise, hop notes are more dominant, flavor is hop-heavy, focused on the fruitier spectrum, um, soft and silky, chewy mouthfeel. Mm, that's, chewy. That's, there's, mm. your, there's your Nipah. Is everyone tasting the chewiness? Uh, My question is... I guess so. So the New England IPA developed, if we say, heady type of Vermont as a style, became a thing, but it, you know, exploded and became a style and all mm. that would the new would what has happened with the new england ipa have happened in a pre-social media era hmm. is this the first social media driven or create created style Ooh, i think it's propelled by social everyone media. wants that 
would people be going out of their way to try and do it if it wasn't to get that photo, to get that haze? I feel like one feeds the other. It's a good question. I mean, the um, probably not to the same extent that it has. I think the you know just but heavy topper when it came out. Oh, that's the thing. I'm saying it would, it would have became a thing and been created. Yeah, anyway. but it became it super popular. Exploded. And I think the there was a desire to make things that were like heavy topper, which then spurred people to right. Let's make a bit like heavy topper. Whether it would have then gone to the extent that it is now and become its own style, I don't know. Maybe not without social media. Maybe we've just gone like, oh, it's a hazy IPA. Here's, here's another hazy IPA. You don't have to wait for the heady topper allocation to come back. You can buy this one instead. Yeah. Don't know. Fair question. So building on that, um, one thing I Googled was Nipa memes. And of the many that appeared, uh, there was one that which, which was like the usual... I don't always drink a Nipa, but when I do, I pour that shit out and drink a stout instead. Um, um, and Not bad. That there was the the Wayne Knight character from Jurassic Park, and he's going, "Hey, hey, everyone! Th- this guy, this guy is over Nipas. See, nobody cares." Um, and there's Doctor Evil going, doing it. I doing. I call it craft beer in inverted commas. Um, there's a great Dave Chappelle one where it's like, you got any galaxy? Um, and then there is the... Uh, God, I don't even know where this comes from. I assume it's one of those bad reality TV shows. But it's like um, an old dude going, um, has the IPA isn't real IPA? And a young dude going, um, people like the flow, bitterness, and fruit-forward uh, fr- fruit flavours. Um, the old guy going, it's poorly made beer with too much... Uh, particulate, bad filtration, and not enough bitterness. And uh, the okay, uh, and the young guy going, um, hazy IPA promotes freshness, drinking local, and flavor above all else. And then the old guy just re- responds with, but I don't own a canning line. <laughs> so th- there was a lot to un- unpack there. Um, there. There is still a lot to unpack. Mm. I don't think we. I don't think we'll ever finish unpacking no. that. Um, but I'll finish the last meme that I found. Um, uh, or last memes, or the memes anyway. With uh, Mugatu talking to uh, his assistant, and he goes simply, "Hazy beers, so hot right now." And I think that kind of uh, there. I love. I, I do love a Nipa, and I will go out of my way to just sort of like if I can find if I can find uh, find a Nipa on a hot day. It's like all right, I, I feel like drinking a Nipa. I mean, that's. I feel like they they're designed that way. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I, I despite everything that we've all mm. just said, I really do like the style. Oh, so do I. Style like or it. not, it's, I yeah. do like them. And if I see something that's called an Epa, I will definitely try it. Mm. But in saying all that, it's also um, massively hype-driven in terms of yeah. you know social media. Um, every single thread you can find on Facebook is kind of built around this same philosophy. So I think we should drink some. And we're on to our first Nipa. And our first Nipa is... Uh, it is the Lid Ripper by Behemoth. Or if you're in Australia, Chur. Yep. Because of legal reasons. Which but, is all a bit shit. But if you're checking in on Untap, you're checking into Behemoth. 
mm. which is what they're actually called. Yeah. So when I said, okay, there you go. You, you found this true? I find someone has put it in chair, but that's um, behemoth is the uh, real one. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. So some, a few Aussies have created one under chair. Right. I see. Yeah, I the, see. Yeah. I get it. Yep. Right. Which is just. It's it's rude and it's one of those annoying um, annoying things where yeah the, the legal yeah uh, uh, well just goes to show if, if you have a brand and you intend at some stage in your future to be distributing your product internationally it probably not probably I say definitely pays off to apply for your global trademark at very early on mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. avoid this sort of situation mm. where you have to call your beer a complete, you have to operate under a completely different brand name in mm. one or more markets. At the, at the very least, um, uh, Chur is an awesome piss take of... Yeah, that's uh, Madrid, the Madrid convention or something that covers international... Um, IPA, but, um, trademark. Yeah, you're, 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 you're the I lawyer. I think it comes into IPAs. Like, I'd be very surprised <laughs> if it did that. It's actual trademarks. So anyway, this is the lid ripper. Well, IP. That's the thing. IP is intellectual property, of course, IP. Sure. So only yeah. one, one letter away that's from right. IPA. It's like one too many letters. <laughs> one too many letters. Um, Anywho. First impressions. Um, I've, oh, I've also had this beer before, but I, I do like it. It is a... Nice. That's very representative of the Nika style, right? Mm. Like, yeah, very mm. aromatic, very fruity, um, very hazy. Mm. Can't see through it. Uh, yeah. Oh, gosh. Anna gave it 3.75 and Duffman gave it 4. Wow. So this, this Given must, that they only gave the Golden Drak like 3. Gosh. This must be about a 12 out of 5. Mm. They never give beers that. Yeah. Yeah. That's, not nine, that's like a 9,000. It's over 9,000! All right, Chris, you have to release that episode before this one as That's well. That's right. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're just, we're just solving this for you. Uh, this is getting very complicated for a release schedule. You'll enjoy that at some point in some sort of chaos. Back to you. Um, what are people saying? Uh, well, Jamie Kay at the Chilt Gardens Karaoke Club, possibly his house. Uh, my kind of beer at the moment, 3.75. Uh, Jimmy H, what a beer, triple exclamation mark, tropical nose, ellipsis, balanced palate, ellipsis, best beer of the day, double exclamation mark, 4.5 out of 5. Like, you know, yeah, and wow. maybe about a 3 out of 5 for like, you know, use of mm, exclamation marks you know, yeah. and ellipses and just, mm. yeah. But he means well, maybe. Uh, boofy, boofy, buffet, D at Buffont, Titarangi, Bunyip Reserve and Billabong. Well, I was in the kitchen. Oh, God. This is another one of those ones. He's just using, like, semicolons randomly for no reason. Anyway. Well, I was in the kitchen. Seamus, my old hound, was outside. Well, the sun sinks slowly, but my old hound just sat right down and cried. 4.5. I feel like I need to be adding a banjo um, background to that. Well, Stuart M has said, careful with that ace, Eugene. Mm. He's also said, P.S. I know it's a different album, but I don't have metal. Okay, so we're all talking about Pink Floyd records at this point. Oh, that's what it is? Yeah, yeah. Careful with that Axe Eugene was from... Well, that was from early Pink Floyd prior to Dark Side of the Moon. Oh, there you go. Prior to metal? Uh, it must have been. 
Cheesy C drank this in a house that Gandalf stayed at for three days while filming The Hobbit. Whoa. <laughs> 4.25 out of 5. And Ooh. also, interestingly, the photo is like of, a, of that can design, you know, the one we, we pulled oh, the yeah, yeah, off. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. so I've noticed all the New Zealand cans are the... Yeah. You know, where you mm. rip off the... The whole thing. Like what Colonial The whole, the whole thing. The Colonial-style yeah. cans. Yeah. Whereas the Australian cans are... Still this bullshit. The, mm. you know, regular old cans. That, um, look, I just like the fact that that was um, a Gandalf's house. That's right. What else we got? We have um, Ryan S at Barbecue at One Gervois. 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 Cracking New England. Space IPA! Exclamation mark. Best I've had in a long time. 4.25. Whoa. Uh, Unagi B at 16 ounces. Very faint nose, not hazy in appearance, really tasty though, and what I love in an IPA, the right balance of bitterness and juiciness. Yeah. Hmm. And 16 ounces is where? Where are you? In Singapore. Well, right. so they're in Singapore That's as well. cool. Very cool. All right, give me one more. Lance H, at the bearded boss of Tilly's Inn. I do like that tree and flower. Otherwise, it shits little leaves everywhere like a pain in the ass. I'm not chopping in it, though. T-H-O. This year, we get a blower. I'm going to keep the kids up all night like double crying, laughing emoji. 4.25. And then Blocker has commented, Mate, dot, 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 dot. I had a shit-ass tree like that. Get a blower vac, dot, dot, dot. Dot, one less dot than the previous previous something. So you can blow them in a corner and then suck them up. Easy. Dot, 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 dot. Like rock on emoji. And then Lance H has commented, Makita. <laughs> um, see, I like the fact that beard brings people together. In particular, when they're talking about, say, you know. Makita leaf blowers. Yeah. Yeah, evidently. So... What do we think about this? I have had this twice, once before, and um, I'm sticking with my three point seven five. It's it's one of those things. Look, as it could, it could be a four, but it's just not. It's a really good beer, but yeah, as far as hazy beers go, it's not the best. It's that whole you know US the US style does it better. If you take the US beers out of the equation, it's probably a four, but with the US Neepers, it's just, it's a 3.75. So really good beer. We'd drink it again, but lacking still. Yeah, I'll give it a four. I really like it. I, um, yeah, I like the flavor profile. I like the, yeah, the balance. Um, I'm happy to be inconsistent and sometimes like I worry about how it rates against other beers in the style. Sometimes I don't. And in this case, I don't for whatever reason. So yeah, yeah, I'll give it four. You don't care? You love it? Yeah, Mm. Yeah, I love it. I think it's really good. I actually really enjoy it as well. I I think it's a four. Oh, you're both wrong, but you know. (laughs) (laughs) Well, according to this, we're not. So, you know. (laughs) I mean, I I was, um, I didn't expect you to, I expected you to give it a four as well, Paul. Um, I just, I think it, I think it just works. I think it works really well. It's a real, don't get me it's, it's a really good beer, but unlike mm. the uh, one that I did upgrade mm. <laughs> from a four to a four point two five, I will not be, uh, 
upgrading this. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Three point seven five. Each me. to their own. Yeah. But yeah, it's not a bad score. Definitely would drink again. Have drunk again. So, after the break, we're going to actually have a, an American Nipa. And we are back. And we're back with our last beer, which is something that... Well, this is a proper American Nipa. Correct? Uh, yes. Yes, it is. I, I asked the very helpful gentleman in the bottle shop when I was buying this earlier and said, do you have any Nipas by American breweries that we can compare to the Australian Kiwi style? And um, he handed me this one, which is the Hop Smack Double India Pale Ale by... Like we said, Double India Pale not Nipa. Mm. By Toppling Goliath. Where are they? Yeah. They are in... Iowa. Iowa. Yeah, IA. IA must be Iowa because I assume, yeah, there's no other state that would be IA. Not Indiana. I think Indiana be I, ID, I think. Is that Idaho? Uh, is that a city? Mm. I know. No, I Idaho is a state as well. Yeah, <laughs> whoa, whoa. Let's uh, check this shit. I, I, I know that Iowa is, you know, if you want to win the presidential race, you have to win Iowa. Oh, really? Yeah. Again, I've been watching a little West Wing. Uh, but who knew? Des Moines. Iowa. Yeah, Iowa. Huh. Hmm. No, I de- guess. They're de- 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 Register. Uh, Decora. De- de- yeah, they're in Decora. But yeah, they're... Uh, but yeah, Iowa. There we go. Um, do you know what it was brewed? What does it say anywhere? That you can actually read? It's a brand bottle. According to the website, they... Um, Serve big, they sell big beers brewed in small batches. Yeah, I, I, I don't know, man. I don't know when this thing was brewed. I'm assuming it was recent. Like, the guy told me it had only just come in, so I'm, I believe him. Mm. He seemed like a genuine individual. <laughs> um, and their favourite pooch is Miley. Good smell. like a poodle. <laughs> um, can I also flag that the, the bottle cap has uh, pints for pinatas? It does. Which is actually kind of cool. Um, sure. I would assume American pints. Turn the back. No. Oh, no, hang on. No, there is something written on that. What's it say? It says, drink more beer. Yeah. That's uh, the words to live by. No. That, I mean, I, I, would, I would like a bottling date, but I'm happy with those words. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. It's all right. Um, first impressions, peeps. Uh, I'd have to taste it first. So. Oh, right. Yeah, I distracted you of actually talking. My fault. That's really good. It's a good beer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like straight away drinking that, that just shows what the previous one was lacking. Mm-hmm. From the colour. From the, uh, the colour uh, and haziness. It almost... To the hot profile, it's just mm. different. It's just... Uh, I was going to say warmth, but it's just more textured, I think. I, I'm trying to find the right word for it, and I don't think I've nailed it. I'm going to let you keep going. Yeah, fair enough. Um, we should smell it. It smells... You can smell it! Different. You can smell it! But no, it's... Um, I don't know. What's it's, that smell? It's, it's just the... That s- pizza smell. Mm. I don't know. It sounds silly. Like you can smell the smoothness, which is clearly smooth. This is not something you can smell, but... Mm. It's got a different smell. It's got a different mouthfeel. It's... This is what I expect from a... New England iPad. This reminds me of the things yeah. I've had from other half. Like, this reminds me of uh, revision, revision beers. 
It lacks the harshness that you get from Australian IPAs or New England IPAs. Yeah, yeah I don't even... So the, 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 the chur beer we had was... Well, the chur, the behemoth, behemoth beer was very good. I wouldn't say that there was harshness in that mm. beer, but mm. it wasn't a presence of harshness. It was a lack of smoothness. Hmm. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I don't think I, I don't think I can add to the That's a fucking Dr. Jeff quote right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. What are people saying about it? Tell me stories. What's well, like when you're studying? Um. It's not you're a st- presence of harshness. It's a lack of smoothness. No, no, they're not saying that. Well, it's like when no, it's like when you when you're studying law and you learn that there is a difference between something. There is a difference between insignificant and not significant. Oh, like, mm. like you, you find <laughs> that you find that in finance as well. I spent all these time yeah. saying like it's like oh. You know, this is, you know, material and not material. You'd think they're like the... But they're not. you think they're A and A complement in Venn diagrams. They're not. They're not. It's like, yeah, you just go... And it's like, why? <laughs> like, it's like, this is the very definition of A complement and you're telling me it's not. What is wrong with you people? Max M, one of the only TG IPAs to hold up in Bombers for an extended period. It's still tasty. Pre-game for that BA coming later today. This is on the 31st of January. Not sure what this dude. No. Not sure what the BA is. Barrel aged. Um, don't know. Okay, we've got a uh, Lachlan C, which by by his comment, I'm going to assume he's um Aussie because anyone that knows anything about New England IPAs would not write this. Almost tastes like a Nipah, a fruity pale ale, <laughs> but with the booze and bitterness of a double IPA. <laughs> Lachlan C. No, no, less punch and expand, but still quite tasty. Four point two five. I'm not curious. It's not. It's not fair. It's not mm. fair because it is that point where we've argued that is Nipah a style? Well, it's actually. Mm. Well, it, it is a style now, but it, it's not really. It's it is just an IPA. So he's so he's actually correct when he mm. said always tastes like a Nipah. Like yeah, it, it is. It does mm. almost taste like a Nipah. Like it also mm. tastes like a Nipah. Yeah, but it's but it's true. It just goes to show that of it right it's such a it's like craft like it's just a dumb term really it's like this american mm. comedian who said like he said this drug is like ah oh, you know i used to do drugs i still do but i used to too <laughs> same thing that is actually a beautiful um bit of wordplay yeah there. i like it um what else do people say uh jim l at toplinger at goliath stop for a visit in your own town four stars but what's very interesting is the photo that um, Jim L has put. And wow, I... So their tasting panel is pretty cool. You get the... Oh, so you get the full-on like It's metal. Oh, cool. With all your descriptions. And damn, there are some really... Citra Hops beer, a Mosaic beer, a Mosaic Citra Galaxy and Nelson IPA. Mango and Passion Fruit beer called the Dragon Fandango. A coffee and lactose stout called the Morning Latte. It's just a fantastic looking top um, paddle. I want to try all of them, but I am not intend to be in Iowa anytime soon. Mm. Uh, Steve C at the Hilton Concord. Excellent tropical flavour, smooth beer with a little bitterness in the finish. Purchased at the Ool Beer Cafe and Bottle Shop. It's in uh, Walnut Creek. Walnut Creek. Yeah, we, we must pass through Walnut Creek at some stage Possibly. in time. Yeah, I think when we, when we were there, I think we did. I think, like, you know, 
Somewhere between Rice and Rice 2. Rice, Rice. Oh, gosh. Somewhere we passed between into Walnut Creek. Ah, uh, so many texts. Sean G, River Rock Tower. This, period. Tastes, period. Happy, period. Just terrific, period. We poured two glasses, period. Second had the sediment and was super fun to taste the difference. 4.5. Look, it's very Hemingway if you're <laughs> going to go down that road. Rock River Tower is a residential building, apartment slash condo in... I have no idea. Becker's Marsh. Kangaroo Flat. Hoppers Crossing. Clearly Shane B and Sean G live there. All right, all right, all right, all right. What do we think about this? That's a damn good deal. Um... It's averaging 4.25 on untapped, and I'm going to say that that is probably a bang on score for it. It's not the now, so now we're comparing this to US Neepers. So it's, I've had better US Neepers, but this is, it's a, it's a fantastic beer. It's 4.25. Yeah, I was tossing between 4.25 and 4.5. Because like, well, like, you got the last one, 4.25. I think you yeah, got to give this 4.5. I think I do. I think it's, I do. It's clearly And also, also, I'm not comparing to other US Neepers. I'm just comparing to all other beers, I think. Mm. On this occasion, because I, I flip between this. I realise this. I realise yeah. <laughs> my lack of consistency in this regard. Um, but yeah, I think, I, think, I think you're right. I think you've raised a good point. I think this does have to get a 4.5. Uh, oh, God, this is complicated. Um, I am the deciding vote for once. Um, You've been the Dylan Vote actually quite a few times, so yeah. like you just don't realise it. Yeah, that involved me paying attention. Um, Being good at math, all that sort of thing. That's crazy. I'm going for 4.25. I think it's a beautiful beer. It is a really, really beautiful beer. Mm. Um, and when we're in the States in a few months, I'm quite looking forward to having more of them. Um, or at least uh, the American stuff. I don't know how you're going to do that. No, not in Iowa. Not this beer, but... But more Another American Neepers or American IPAs. Yes. So, on that note, I think we should, we should finish up for this episode. Uh, we have been the Brunswick Beer Collective. We've been talking about Neepers. Uh, I have been Chris Shorten. With me has been Jeffrey Chi. Good evening. And Paul Christoph. Ciao. And we will talk to you all next week.